from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week or so we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey Don. Hello Blake, how are you? Doing okay. We were just talking about the Mandalorian because it's awesome. Sure. And it's pretty dope. Yep. It was also really hard not to lecture my wife about every minor detail just in case she didn't know. It's. I'm embarrassed at how much I know about Star Wars. Well, you see, he's an Ugnaught, and I don't know what a Blurg is, but you can tell it's probably evolutionary related to a Dewback, in the same way a Stoat is related to a Weasel. I was really embarrassed that I was like, yeah, that's, I don't remember what it's called, but at first I remember it being in one of the Ewok adventure movies. <laughs> and it turned out I was correct and I yeah. felt bad. Yeah. And the second he drew that rifle, I was like, oh, that's, that's the uh, rifle that Boba Fett had in the holiday special that I have on VHS. And they reference Life Day in the yeah. first episode. Yeah, they do. Right after a dude gets chopped in half by a sphincter door. <laughs> sphincter door. A quarren. Yeah, it was a quarren. I'm embarrassed. I know that too. From the planet of Mon Cal, the uh, the lesser known species, the Mon Calamari, yep. being the first known species. Did we ever find out if they shortened it, if they specifically shortened it to Mon Cal so it wouldn't sound so dorky? Well, the uh, people yeah, are still called silly. the Mon Calamari. Is it still Mon Calamari? But, but I'm pretty sure the planet is Mon Cal now. Okay. Where the people are Mon Calamari. Because if it was me, I would have just retconned it to be Mon Cal, so it's not obviously a joke. No. <laughs> no. Well, I, they had the three fucking dudes from Jabba Sail Barge named Klaatu, Barada, and Nikto. That's right, they did. So, <laughs> half of Star Wars aliens' names are a joke. Well, when you, I imagine when they, were, when they were coming up with this stuff, they didn't think it was going to be so... Oh, no, 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 dude, like, really analyzed. like, in the first one, maybe not, but by Jedi, they had to know, like, well, if we're going to name these guys as references to other things, people are going to figure it out, because they're all going to get six action figure variants, <laughs> and, and I've always figured, like, there I was just, you couldn't just put, plug that into the internet and find out where Klaatu, Verats, and Niktu came from. That's true, but your dad well, might know the reference. I always figured that, like, the reason there's a six-breasted dancer in Jabba's Palace is there was just, like, a fat lady working craft services. And George was, that, was like, was get get, uh, get two extra bras on her rolls there. I thought that was, was that a dude or was that a lady? That was a chick. She just had bras on her fat rolls to make <laughs> it look like. We edited out in the new ones. They could put some CGI dancing bullshit over it. Did you see the Disney Plus version of A New Hope? They changed no. the Greedo scene again? No, I haven't. I don't want to. They just, like, inserted one weird shot of Greedo making a strange noise. Just, like, one half-second fucking close-in of his face. And then they both shoot at the same time and Greedo dies. <laughs> yeah, Google the word McClunky. Yeah, I've I've purposely avoided. I've seen it everywhere. I purposely avoided not looking at it. Yeah, 
They just so. don't want to know because it'll be different in two years. Yeah, probably. I just, I, I, yeah. I oh, Greedo has a burrito this time. <laughs> Greedo's burrito. It's Greedo burrito, and he's eating it halfway through the scene. <laughs> this is, I let, I was watching it for the second time with a friend last night, and it gets to the. By the way, spoilers. If you have, we're going to talk about this fucking show for a bit. Um, like right at the <laughs> beginning, not? where he's, uh, he's, Carter or Bobby Moynihan is like thumbing through his various carbon frozen b- bounties, and my my friend. <laughs> My friend's like, uh, oh, is that Greedo? And I was like, no, Greedo's fucking dead. That's clearly another Rodian. There's more than one of those things. Jeez, it's a whole species. And and then I speculated that after after freezing carbon freezing Han Solo worked so well, and you know, Jabba the Hutt liked it so much, he hung Han Solo on his wall. It created like a growth industry, like a Silicon Valley for shrinking the technology. <laughs> So it doesn't have to be in a Cloud City reactor room anymore. You can just have it on your ship like he does. I had a, I had a thought about that, too. I was like, right. wait a minute. In, in Empire, this was like a whole thing, like a whole room you had to walk into. And I guess they've, they've, they've sorted that out. Yeah, but, like, look at, look at just how fast technology moved for us in the last 15 years of computers to smartphones. And also, every five years, they have a whole new class of capital ship. Yeah, that's true. They have like a hundred of somehow. Well, that guy at Kuat Drive Yards, he works fast. Oh, that bugs me so much about Star Wars is that they have to have the new the new toy. <laughs> so you have to have like eighteen new ships. Mm-hmm. It's, that's fine if it's you know like oh we got a new smuggler because there's a big universe with lots of ships. But when it's like the Imperial military and they're like oh now we have this new one. It's two years later, but we have a million new of this. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the real world, we have more Abrams tanks than we know what to do with ever. Or when they're using the B-52s that were last made in the, like, 1962, <laughs> and they're still yep. in service. Yeah, so... The wing of the United States Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't really have an That's X-wing. Fair, B-52s are pretty useful. The Y-wings are pretty useful, too. They distract. They, they just get shot down, yeah. so... <laughs> And then you waste two people because there's a fucking gunner too. No, no, I'm thinking of B wings. Yeah, no, B wings are badass. Y wings, lame. Yeah, they're the torpedo eight of the of the rebellion. That's a, that's a midway reference for you. <laughs> now in theaters, Y wings are like pintos. They just explode and distract everybody. Mm-hmm. And X wings, X wings are more like Corvettes, and a B wings like a McLaren. <laughs> and an A-wing, an A-wing is like a Porsche. Another ship classifications make any sense. That bothers me too. That's not a star destroyer. That's like a that's a battleship. Well, also carrier. they uh, they name their ships after letters that don't exist in their alphabet. Oh, like Lambda class shuttles and no, like X-wing. Oh yeah, <laughs> their that's alphabet right. is there's called no X in Arab Arab Arabesh. Yeah, it's called the Orabesh, and there's no A in it. It's Ora. Damn it. Uh, Fucking Star Wars. Jesus Christ. And they, all, and they all fly like airplanes. There's no Newtonian physics anywhere. Yeah, that, that was one thing. One thing I hated about people bitching about the bombs dropping at the beginning of Last Jedi. Like, bombs don't drop in space. Fucking planes don't bank in space. You never complained about that. It's a World War II dogfight movie. Shut up. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. That is a silly seed, though. <laughs> You've known it forever. Why don't they just have a hyperdrive missile? They did in the comics. 
did they? Okay. Dark so Empire Two, one of the worst fucking wow, comics. Just make, a, yeah. make a hyperdrive missile and fire it through a ship. Yeah, one of the emperors. His, like his, his, his tenth clone called it the Galaxy Gun, and it was a hyperdrive missile that could blow up a planet from the other side of the galaxy. That makes a way more sense than a than a Death Star. Just make a a hyperspace missile and shoot it through a planet. Yeah, why not? I assume that would work. But the Death Star looks way more impressive. They know their death is coming. Like a a, the, a hyperdrive missile is like a gamma ray burst. They're dead. They don't even know it. They had no chance to be fucking afraid of you. Well, the end result's the same. Yeah, so but matter. the Empire is not smart. <laughs> oh, like well. Palpatine is not. He he was smart at first. Palpatine is very Hitler, right? He did a thing that was really good for him and his group at first, and then was dumb for twenty years. How many minutes are we into on Star Wars? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. That's yeah. not so bad. Tell me about your monster. What do we got this week? We're doing the Fook Falk. Fuck. I listened to how to pronounce <laughs> the this. Fook Falk. Yeah. Fuck. The fuck monster. The fuck monster. Nah, that's too easy. <laughs> Falk. I think Wait. it's the Falk monster. Hold on. Hold on. Before we do, before we go in, I forgot I had this queued up. So there was a, a news story that uh, hit in a bunch of places. I saw it in a few places last week about some people who caught an unknown noise on video in Ontario and the big people, uh, the big people, big the people? Bigfoot people. <laughs> That's a great term. It's called big people. The big people. You know, like, like fucking McSkullhat, you know him. The word we're into the Sasquatch. We're yeah, called big people. We're big people. No, not the feet people. That's a totally different. To- feet no. people. We're very far away from the feet don't people. Look, I mean, don't look that up. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a great movie, but still. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I said it to Blake without comment, and he replies, that sounds like a really loud bunyip. That was exactly why I fucking said it to him. Okay, so to refresh your memory, bunyip one. Oh, oh. Bunyip 2. And this is the one I think it sounds more like. Oh. No, Blake, <laughs> I'm going to need you to try to be quiet. Because I have to crank up the volume on the computer feed on the board really loud to hear this at all. So, you might want to mute yourself. Are you muted? Um, no. Yeah. No. Well, let me just turn it down. Okay, turn it down. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This is possibly a Bigfoot. Okay, there it is. Oh, that was pretty quiet. Yeah, I, and that was cranked to the max on that channel. So, yeah, that's not a great video, but it definitely sounded like the Bunyip guy out in the woods, like, coming real hard. What if I just bring it up on my on my phone and play it into the my Try microphone? That. Yeah, it's at about one minute and twenty seconds. But yeah, that's that is that is a dude like who's really into trees. Just like he drilled a hole in a stump and he's fucking the stump. Alright, where'd you say it was? About one minute and twenty seconds. I'm trying to vampire by talking about a guy sticking his dick into a tree stump. It's not going very well, so please hurry. Oh, that is pretty quiet. Yeah, I got nothing. 
So uh, well, I'll, I'll link the YouTube video in the show notes. Go listen to it to yourself because it's a series of screams that sound just like the fucking bunyip. Like, but way in the distance or down a well. Yeah. So, folk, <sighs> the folk monster. The folk monster. Yeah, the falk, falk monster. Falk monster. Hold on. Say it. Say it like, I'll give you a three, two, one, and then say it just like in a hardcore, like a super, like a super cool voice. Three, two, one. Falk monster. Hey, we haven't used those in a little bit. Yeah, I haven't had it for a while. I need an excuse. Falk monster. It's a really unpleasant flavor. It's, a really it's the most unpleasant flavor of energy drink. Falk monster. Falk monster. Yeah. yeah, just tastes like musk and semen. Oh, you want your energy stinky like a like swamp woods? You want yourself a squatch energy drink? <laughs> it's the only energy drink with three toes. <laughs> Hominids don't have those, son. <laughs> this energy drink, it tastes like swamp water, cigarette butts, and, and it comes in a shotgun can. <laughs> All right, so tell that's this is the Boggy Creek monster, isn't it? None of it is recyclable. Yeah, it's it, the it's the legend of the Boggy, legend Creek, of Boggy monster. Creek. Yeah, more professionally, professionally known. I love bringing that into this. You know, more academically known as, as the, the Falk the monster. Oh yeah, yeah. Those those ridiculous people who made a fictional film about the monster. They called it the monster of Boggy Creek for Falk, Arkansas. That's Roll it. Tide. What? <laughs> that's. <laughs> Just referencing, you know, sports. Oh, okay. That's what people like. Yeah. Or is that Alabama? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? I think it's Alabama. That's Alabama. It's one of those countries. I just want to be, states. I like being wrong about things like that because people get unusually mad. <laughs> it's okay. It matter that I don't care. A lot of the folks in Alabama and, and Arkansas like being wrong about evolution, climate change, vaccines, QAnon. Now, Arkansas is the Razorbacks. That's right. Yeah. And you know how I know that? From watching Legend of Boggy Creek 2. <gasps> There's a sequel? Electric Boogaloo. There's multiple sequels. That's... Let's discuss that first, shall we? Yes, please. Because in 1972, let me bring up my my research. Let's see. The first one. Yes, 1972 was Legend of Boggy Creek. Which it actually is notable because it was shot documentary style. So it was it which was a hor- which, as far as I know, is well according to this article. I haven't really looked it up, but according to this article, is the first time that a horror movie was shot that way, like single camera, handheld, huh? First person type. What year was this? Nineteen seventy-two. Nice. So it's it might actually be groundbreaking. So it's like a like an early uh, Blair Witch. Exactly. It's an early. It's you know shot in the. Where it's like a one light source shot in the dark kind mm-hmm. of thing, and the the monster's pretty laughable. I'll send you the you can well you can just find the trailer on YouTube. It's a really bad gorilla suit, but it looks like the way they shoot it. I mean, you you can tell, but you know it's really handheld in the dark, and it's grabbing people, and it made a lot of money. 
because uh, let's see, it doesn't say how much he shot it for. I haven't looked that up, but it went to gross over twenty-five million. Wow! Internationally, that's a lot in seventy-two, and it cost nothing to make. I'm sure because it's a single camera in the woods with not real actors. Yeah, like this is this is the kind of movie that we always talk about making. Yeah, and then uh, like nobody would show it, so this dude, so uh, what's his name? Pierce. Yeah, Charles B. Pierce, who is I don't know if he's in this one. President Charles Pierce. Yes. Wow. Him and his buddy Buchanan. Yeah. Made this movie. Let's see. He's in the second one because he stars in the second one. Well, the the direct the direct sequel. There's another one in between. <laughs> Some midquel called Return to Boggy Creek without Charles B. Pierce. Whoa. That's more of a like monster befriends kids type movie. Oh, so it's like it's like the later Godzilla movies. Yeah, or like Gamera being friend to all children. Mm-hmm. And then the, the but Boggy Creek two in nineteen eighty five. Apparently, he was pressured into making this because of the success of the first one, and it's hilariously bad. Like Mystery Science Theater did it is why I know about it. And I've watched it many times. It's quite good. Episode 1006. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Boggy Creek 2. It's pretty great. That one, there's a, this hillbilly, like this, the most hillbilly dude ever. Like fat guy, beard, shirtless overalls. Has captured the baby creature. And then is getting attacked by the big creature trying to <laughs> retrieve it. Well, the first one's on, uh, for free on Prime and Shudder. Oh, I have Shudder. And a Prime too. Oh, it is. I need to watch it then. Yeah, Shutter's really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. It's a pretty good thing to have. I, I went to a panel by some of the people who run it at Emerald City a couple of years ago. My problem is like I like good horror movies, and most horror movies are not good. And yeah, a lot it's of, good. A lot of ones on Shutter are just like you know kind of cheap schlock crap. Uh, but not all of them. I missed, because they were talking about it a ton, I missed The Bed That Eats. Because they had it on there for a while. Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I, I always call it The Bed That Eats People just because of Pat Oswalt. Like, I heard that bit so many times before I ever saw the movie. <laughs> I still need to see it. I bet it's on YouTube. Let me see. Deathbed? It's got to be, right? Uh, I got it on DVD back, back in the day from Netflix. It is unaccountably bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, it's all on here. In so many ways. Watch that YouTube. There's a new one coming out. It's about a chair that wants to kill people. Oh, fantastic. The bed that eats. Let's see. Sarah, over at you. Oh, there's another one. There's Boggy Creek. The legend is true from 2011. Legacy of Boggy Creek 2013. Boggy, Boggy Creek Monster 2016. Boggy Creek Endgame. Yeah, all of which... Where the are hot garbage. That that was Bobby Boggy Creek Endgame is when Boggy Creek from the TV show and then Boggy Creek from the movie they met and fought to be the one. This, there can only be there could be only one. Only one, Falk monster. Falk monster. Falk I love that monster. in this article I'm reading the poster for Boggy Creek Two picture is all creased. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's an unfolded poster. That's the. Hey, that's that's what my uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure poster turned out to be—a very high-quality, glossy photocopy of somebody's 
folded one sheet from 1989. That's amazing. But How that's much all, for that? like that's uh, oh, like ten bucks. But it's the oh, only okay. way you can get it. They don't have actual replicas. Really? Yeah. Like I got my uh, Ninja Turtles movie poster is an actual replica of the original poster, and huh. the Bill and Ted one. Nope. Really high quality photocopy. I'm pretty shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked that that doesn't exist. Yeah, but you know, Bill and Ted 3 is coming out, so that's fine. That's the one that's on the screen, on my screen right here I can see a corner of. Is that the one Ted. you're talking about? Um, Your poster? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. This is good, huh. good, this is good audio content as we describe the contents of my office. Well, you know what a Bill and Ted poster looks like, yep. everyone. There's the moose head. See that moose head? Yeah, a stuffed moose, not a real moose. Uh, I want to get. I need to get my house sorted there's, so I can hang up all my there's, stuff. There's that. It's humongous. It's like way bigger than a t- than your normal one sheet. I don't know why it's so big. I had to get a special Perfect. size frame. Seventy one. Yeah, there's a bunch in seventy one, and then a bunch of stuff before that. Most of which, it sounds like it's trying real hard to ascribe the folk monster to something unrelated. And. Did we describe him yet? Um, I don't think so. All right, we just what describing him is he's sort of if you uh, mash up between regular Bigfoot and Skunk Ape with frog feet. Yeah, but with not enough toes for a hominid. Yeah, because they did they describe him as being real shaggy. They said yeah, I kind of like a what I picture is a big version of the the ape guy from Land of the Lost. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of reddish and shaggy sometimes, and he's always stinky. Man, they're a uh... voter described as this combination of skunk and wet dog. Ew, that's this the worst. Cool. I'm I'm really disappointed at folkmonster.net's gallery page because it's just pictures of like the bayou. Oh, I haven't looked. Let me look. Picture of yeah. Boggy Creek. Here's what the town looks like. Here's a, uh, the Boggy Creek Cafe. Publicity stills from the Boggy Creek movie. There's Charles B. Pierce. There he is, filming Boggy Creek. At work. Doing his thing. Boggy Creek. Man, what? Did, did we just describe some sightings? I'm trying to remember what we did. Well, I read the sighting from 1908. All right. Because the one that I remember from... My, my monster, my library books <laughs> about monsters from as a kid was the that it was reaching in the window. Yeah. Like this woman was sleeping on the couch and looked across the room and there was this big hairy arm like coming in the window. Yeah. And when she screamed, it it, it took off. Uh, it sounds like she had recently seen King Kong. So, okay, I got a, a semi-related question to what you just said. The, the book that got me into cryptozoology and paranormal shit in general came from my elementary school library. It was a big-ass, like, coffee table book hardcover. And it was it, on the cover was, like, the top half was, like, a Bigfoot silhouette. And the bottom half was, like, a, like a, a drawing of the surgeon's photo silhouette. And it was just called Monsters. Mm-hmm. And I was a fucking... I was obsessed with this, and I've I've been I've looked online for this, and I can't find this book anywhere. Like, I, there are so many books with monsters in the title; it's impossible to narrow it down. The one, the one I had, I always got from the library was a was a big thick one that had 
you know, like uh, black and white pictures. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was called Man, Myths, and Monsters. Or Monsters, Man, and Myths. Some com- some combination of those. Maybe this one was called that, and I just remember Monsters. But it had a picture of the the um, Deloy's ape that's, that still scares the pants out of yeah. both of us. This book had all the ones yeah. that freaked me out. It had this description of the folk monster reaching in the window. And also, I think this is the one where it had a story of a guy getting it got knocked over by one. Like he was checking his barn, or it was in his house or something. He like opened the door... And this hairy thing just, like, flew out at him and knocked him over and then ran off. Shit. And that's scary. And it had the Beast of Gavadon was in there. Mm-hmm. With that freaky-ass woodcut. And, and the one I read had a really creepy woodcut picture of a manticore. Just, like, a, a dude head with a bunch of sh- rows of shark teeth and a lion body and, like, a fucking scorpion tail or some shit. I don't remember that. But it, it, I'm pretty sure it also had the Delo- Deloitte's ape in there as well, which freaked me. Still, out. still creeps me out. I know it's a spider monkey. I, it doesn't yeah. matter. And I and I had for sure had the. Uh, oh, I almost called it the Kobayashi Maru, but <laughs> not yeah, that. It had the Star Trek test. Yeah, it's not the Kobayashi Maru. It's something else, Maru. The the plesiosaur picture. Okili Mbembe? No, then there's a picture the of that. The basking shark. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let me see what that ship was. It had that picture, and I was like, for sure that's a plesiosaur. Okay. <laughs> There's I... nothing else that could be. And it's just a basket shark. I found like, this manticore picture, and I'm going to send it to you. Maru. Oh, that's... And I can't find this this book, and it's really frustrating me, because I want that book super bad. Yeah. And I can't find... Can't find what the hell it is. It's like mon- monsters, man, and myth- myths or something. Almost makes you wonder how much you hallucinated when you were a kid. Yeah, like how many of my memories are actually real? Probably not that many. Or at and least, you know, the ones that are real are colored and changed. Yeah, exactly. Of like, yeah, of what I'm really remembering. Because mm-hmm. I can find the titles that are close, but they're from you know 2014, so I know it's not. That's not it. Because like all the shit I was reading about monsters and things was from the 70s and mm-hmm. early 80s. Just like in search of with Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Which that was a great show. There's so much silly stuff on there. Yeah, it was terrible, but it was also great. Okay, hold on. I'm going to send you a picture. This manticore picture freaked me the fuck out. It's like, I know this exact picture. I knew the one it was as soon as I saw it. I know this is in this A book I read, if not the one I'm trying to find. But so Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. Not, not all of my memories about this can be garbage, right? Yeah. Like I need to just find some librarian to say, what was this book? Tell me what it was. Okay, go through your Dewey Decimal System. Because it had it had a whole bunch of different monster stories of cryptozoological things. Mm-hmm. This one was the same. And I love that book, and I wish I could find it. 
so I could reread it and see if my memory. Oh shit! Here, checking to see if things are okay. accurate. Here are two books from the seventies. One called "The Search for Bigfoot: Monster, Myth, or Man." Another <gasps> one called "Bigfoot: Man, Monster, or Myth." That seems like it's. I'm looking at these two, but that seems like it's all about Bigfoot. Yeah. Myths and, and monsters. was a, a collection. It had like a sea monster category mm-hmm. and like an apes category. Or maybe I'm just conflating the title with something else that's similar. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have to go to the library. I know exactly where to look. It is in like the less than one section of the Dewey Decibel System. It's like right there, right shortly above zero is where they put all this shit. I'll just. There's a library like in spitting distance of my house. I'll just go there and see what they got. So uh, um, anyway, back to back to the fuck monster. A lot of sightings in 1971. And according to, you know, folkmonster.net, they're still happening. There's a ton. There's one from last year, October of 2018. Huh. They saw some large upright figure run across the road. It's interesting how you see a bunch of shit in 1971, and then it moves into the future and also goes back into the past. It's like it legitimizes itself in two ways, in two directions of time. Yeah, where we, we go back and find... Find, you know, oh, we discover all these sightings mm-hmm. that we didn't know about. People come forward with their story. And it's bullshit. There's no evidence at all. Except the, the only evidence that they found were these tracks that have mm-hmm. three toes. Look nothing like a hominid print. They look like a frog foot. <laughs> In which pretty much everybody who looked at them was like, well, this isn't a thing. Uh, look how flat they look, too. That's, uh... That's not relevant. It could be... It could walk differently. You don't know. Let's see, where did I... I found one of these where they, they said they found a, a skeleton. What year was that? Oh, really? That then disappeared, of course. I read that earlier when riveting. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to find this. <laughs> Here we go. 1991. 52 miles from Falk in Karn- Karnak, Texas. Large skeleton discovered in the woods by two hunters. Specimen, com- <laughs> Specimen is completely intact except for missing head Taylor claws. So, yeah, completely intact except missing shit. <laughs> Except for the important parts that might allow us to positively identify it. Tail. Suspecting that the bones might belong to the alleged falc monster, the hunters take the bones from the property and give them to Smoky Crabtree. <laughs> well, then what happens? 1991. What, what did uh, Smoky Crabtree do with them? I don't, I don't know, but he sounds like a trustworthy guy. Yeah. Smoky Crabtree. I don't say anything else after that about about Smokey Crabtree and the skeleton. I think he's a good dude. Is he just sitting on this, waiting for the other parts to turn up? Waiting for everyone else. <laughs> That's a really silly thing to put in there. Yeah, we found a skeleton of something weird. We gave it to Smokey Crabtree. And <laughs> don't worry about it. Good old Smokey Crabtree. 
let's see what happens when I put Smoky Crabtree into the old Google Google machine. <laughs> Smoky Crabtree. Oh, there he is. He looks like a Smoky Crabtree. Looks like he's no longer with us. I'm not surprised with a name like Smoky Crabtree. Here he is shaking hands with Chewbacca. <laughs> Whoa! He thought it was Bigfoot. Oh, it looks like they just put like a gross. They put a gross face on a Bigfoot on a, a Chewbacca costume. <laughs> so good to meet you, Mister Foot. Because it's the right. It's the color. It's a Chewbacca costume with a gross Bigfoot face. That seems like it would be more expensive than just a Bigfoot costume. That's what it looks like. And you put in Smoky Crabtree, and there's this. Oh, let's go to SmokyCrabtree.com. Wait, that's a. Okay, please describe it. Oh, Smokey and the Folk Monster. The Falk Monster. There's some weird picture of some kind of gross-looking feet. <laughs> Three-toed feet. Ruler next to it. Yeah. And that's all there is. Hmm. Huh. He thinks Bigfoot died. Well, I mean, there, know, there was Big... only the one. Uh, he's saying that this one story about somebody fabricating feet to make hoaxes is just that case. But it didn't ne- happen here in the Falk <laughs> area. None of the other ones. Just this one. All the hoaxes are limited to the Northwest. My name is Smokey McGillicuddy. What was his name? Probably a liberal conspiracy. Smokey, Smokey what? Crabtree. Smokey Crabtree. You can trust me. Uh, Let me send you this photo of of these weird feet. All those Portland motherfuckers. You can't trust them. Just Google Smokey Crabtree. You're sitting in front of the I I am. It's true. Smokey Crabtree. These gross jerky feet. Uh, Smokey's two-story bookstore. Smoky crab tree with gross. I don't see any monster feet. Wait. Yeah, yeah roll down a little bit. Wait, no, that's him with a that's him with a Bowie knife with a Bigfoot on the sheath. Whoa. Yeah, see him. In Smokey's opinion. Wow, those uh, sure look like dog feet. Whoa. But it's just those feet. There's nothing else. That is so gross. It's gross looking. It's just like a rotting dog, and he's oh, using that. A monster. This, he sure looks like a smoky crab tree, though. I'll give <laughs> yep. him that. The, the, there is no other way a smoky crab tree could or should look. Exactly. It's got the right hat, the right glasses. If he was still alive, he'd have a MAGA hat. Yep. Ooh, I found his obituary. What did it say? Uh, I'm loading it right now. Mr. <laughs> his real name is amazing. What is his real name? Mr. Julius Elmo Smoky Crabtree. Julius Elmo Crabtree? No, me Smoky. That sounds like the greatest made-up name ever. Julius me, Elmo Crabtree. Me no Julius Elmo, me Smokey, me hunt Bigfoot. 
Oh, the worst Muppet. Age 88 of Falk, Arkansas, died Saturday, January 16th, 2016, in a local hospital. Mr. Crabtree was born April 22nd, 1927, in Falk, Arkansas, and had been a lifetime resident of Falk. He was a Nazarene, a retired welder, contractor, publisher, and had owned the Big Stop grocery store in Falk. He served our country as a merchant marine, was a member of the Masonic Lodge, VFW, and Pipeliners Union 798. Uh... Yeah, he's a member of uh, like every group you would expect an old white man to be a member of. <laughs> Sounds about right. He had also been a boxer and a Golden Gloves champion. He was preceded in death by two sons, Tommy Crabtree and Lynn Crabtree, and a grandson, Jeremy Knight. Well, that sucks. Survivors include his wife, Fran Crabtree of Falk, Arkansas, two sons and daughters-in-law, Travis and Mary Crabtree of Mount Dora, Florida, and Jay and Tony Crabtree of Texarkana, Arkansas. Texarkana? Whatever. One daughter and son-in-law, Debbie and John Knight of Sparkman, Arkansas, ten grandchildren, and a number of great-grandchildren. Funeral services, blah, 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 blah. Wait, read more. I want to read more. I want you to tell me about his obsession with the Bigfoot. <laughs> how are you? How is a guy who is famous for his obsession with a cryptozoological phenomenon, how do they not mention that? This, he, to me... To me, this says that his family is ashamed of his life's mission. It's, I'm pretty sure his family like, leave that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> one of the sons, one of the sons, like, we mom, we got to put that in. We ain't putting that in. He's dead. We're going to remember him as a welder and a boxer. He was a mason. We're not going to. about the Bigfoot stuff. He, he can put that in the newspaper all he wants, but when he is dead, I'm going to leave it out. Julius Elmo. That's pretty rad. I don't need to file that name to use for something in the future. <laughs> Julius Elmo Crabtree. It's a pretty good one. Oh, fuck. Man, I really want to find that book. Yeah, me too. We need to find, we need to find the uh, crypto books of our childhood. And then read snippets of them on this show. Yeah. Oh, maybe eBay will help. Oh, oh here's, here's a whole a, map. Here, Monsters in America map. On eBay? Yeah. Oh, cool. Here, here's a good sighting from 2017. May, Falk, Arkansas. A man and wife were driving south of Falk near Boggy Creek at around dusk. As the woman looked towards the northbound lane, she saw a, quote, real tall, hairy, human-like figure standing at the tree line. She became terrified as she looked closer at the huge figure and exclaimed, quote, What is that? Her husband was driving and could not look back fast enough to see the figure. The woman does not think it was a person. Oh. That sounds uh, legit. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty legit. You ever read On the Track of Unknown Animals? Probably. Like one of the first from 59. Damn like one of the first big ones it's got the it's got your deloise brown on the cover fuck no then i have not read it <laughs> well depending on which edition well oh, first edition goes for 130 bucks <whistles> oh here's cryptozoology hominid cryptids the cover is in in its entirety your deloise mm, why are you doing this to me <laughs> i'll have to get it for you for your birthday 
Yeah. So when bird. you open, you open it up, and it's immediately just. Bleh. You know, I'll take. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take another uh, piece of Euro Trip merchandise, please. Uh, any day. Over at Deloitte's ape. Oh, it's so creepy. I know. It's terrifying. Hate it. Why is it so creepy? Well, I could send it to that place that made my my uh, what we do in the shadows print. You have it like three by five on, on canvas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That would be terrifying. I kind of I want that now just to be horrible. Just to have for some reason. <laughs> like have somebody run it through a, a, a few Photoshop filters so it looks like a really classy watercolor. <laughs> or like a, an oil painting. Ooh, yeah, even better. What would look the best? Just a happy little Deloitte's ape. You know, leaning up against his buddies. Happy little uh, ammunition crate. Let's see. Here's Mysterious Creatures, a guide to cryptos. I'm just going to look for books now. <laughs> you do that. Let's see. When, uh, when was this published? Twenty thirteen, that's too late. Yep. Come on, one of our forty listeners, tell us. <laughs> what what, is, what are books these books are. that we need? We must find them. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. Okay. Because either you tell us more about the monster of Boggy Creek or we call it at forty minutes. We talked about the movies. Yeah. Sides are kind of lame. I talked about the one where yeah, the there aren't arm even came any pictures. That's creepy. Yeah, but that could be so many things. Don't worry. I'm sure there's a tourist industry involving this monster sightings. Oh, of course there is. It's a small American town. I'm telling you, we got to write that book. We create the story easily. We write a nonfiction book. We call it, like, Small Town Cryptid or something, and it's just an encyclopedia of all the crap towns that have built a reputation just based on, well, hey, you know, we got this little monster here, and why don't you come hang out? Let's see. If you look at Falk, Arkansas, received brief widespread attention in the early 70s due to sightings (laughs) claims of a Bigfoot-like creature known as the Falk Monster, as well as the subsequent fictitious docudrama movie, the Legend of Boggy Creek, which played nationwide. How many people live there? 815. Yep, 815. 815 people. This is this is exactly what this, you know. There are there are a couple of patterns on this show. One is us making up pilots for bad ideas. One Excuse is me, um, amazing ideas. Yeah, right. I take that back. They're all amazing. One of them is small town cryptid monsters. One of them is white people uh, being shitty about Native American stuff. Comes up way too often. Oh, they have a Boggy Creek Festival now. Oh, bitch. That seems like it's out of the way. BoggyCreekFestival.com. The website doesn't exist anymore. But, however, hold on. I mean, yeah, it's out of the way, but, shit, we're going to Arkansas, hopefully, in a year or two for, or not Arkansas, Nebraska for that one. Nebraska? Is that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should go. And, and like, that's easy, because, was it in Lincoln? 
I think it was in Lincoln. I think Ryan lives in Lincoln now. So our former co-host, we could just crash at his apartment. I don't think he would mind. Folk, uh, folk is way. It's, Falk's on the other side of the state from Emma, guest from last episode. So she we, she couldn't put us up. Oh well. The travel. Yeah, I'd rather go to the Mothman Festival anyway. It's sillier. Oh, here's a book. The Evidence for Bigfoot and Other Man Beasts. Man Beasts? It's a man beast. So, but what about Beast Man from He-Man? <laughs> well, he wouldn't count because he's a beast man and not ah, a man fuck. beast. Excellent point. <laughs> he's more man. He's more beast than man. And we're talking about creatures who are slightly more man than beast. Mm-hmm. 51% man, 49% beast. But in the Electoral College, they're mostly beast. Man, what a good toy line that was. Like, this guy's fuzzy. This one stinks. Yeah. This, this one's more water. They had so many so many things they could do. This one spins around a lot. This one has three heads. They all have the same legs, but <laughs> yeah. ignore that because this guy makes a gun noise because you put gun caps in him. That's right. I didn't have that one. But I, I did. It. Thunder Punch He-Man, it was the fucking shit. Oh, yeah, Thunder Punch. Yes. That and the Battle Damage He-Man and the Skeletor were my favorites. I had Battle Damage He-Man. Oh, so cool. So stay. put so much effort into those. Okay, I'm going to call it. We're done talking right, about do uh, Arkansas Bigfoot. Fuck uh, Monster. We have, yeah, we moved into the uh, territory of He-Man. We have to go to this festival and then refuse to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we'd be the only people there doing that. Too. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever gone to Falk, Arkansas, and refused to pronounce it correctly. You're so. Where's this book monster? Yeah, it's you're like that guy in every uh, freshman philosophy class who thinks he's clever by because he pronounces Immanuel Kant's name like cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever thought of this before. Never took philosophy. No, no one's ever thought of calling him the c word in 300 years. Okay, I'm gonna play this out. Here we go. I haven't found a new song yet. Just shut your fucking mouth. You get mad about that. Don't give me a look. You complained about this last time. Came at me kind of hard, bro. Well, yeah, I gotta. I gotta pre- preemptively strike you with some depleted uranium bombs. Yeah, that's right. That's a thing that's real. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, to this week's episode of The Hidden Zoo. We'll be back maybe next week. Now, what do you think, Blake, next week? Yeah, yeah I'm set probably. up here. So. Yeah, cool. He's not moving anymore. He doesn't have to move the gun safe anymore. And uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. And um, send us emails at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. Like our friend Adam. Thanks again, Adam, our one fan mail. Blake, are you chasing your kitten again? I am. He's Well, he was cuddled up cute, so I bothered him. Aw. Okay. Um, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.